I love music, and I think it's really vital to have a style of music that you love that you can sing about your faith, you know? And um, not everybody relates to the songs in the First Baptist hymnal. Not that they're not good songs, but they kind of go, hey, you can't dance to this. You all the devil and the devil is bad. You all the devil and the devil is bad. You all the devil and the devil is bad. You all the devil and you are bad. And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy, and this week I'm joined by... Jeremy from Eureka Podcast. It's one of my favorite podcasts. I love it so much. And the Breakdown Breakdown. <laughs> Which I've just started listening to, and I really do like oh, it. Awesome. It's, it's really good. Um, Thank I you. feel really bad. Well, okay, I loved your impersonation of... Um, what is that guy... Uh, he was so angry on set, and he was in the Terminator movie. Oh, Bill O'Reilly? Oh, no, not the... Oh, no. oh uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, it was the first one you did, and it was great. Especially because... Oh, good for you! I was about to say, your impression's really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am somewhat of a cunning linguist, so... <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> So, of course, that's like a perfect, uh, I guess, joke to kind of slide into what our theme is this week. Uh, that's right. Um, what is the theme that you you chose this theme? I chose, yes, I chose after careful consideration with my co-host on Eureka Podcast, I chose Christian rock. Not just Christian rock, but Christian music, Christian popular music, basically, because it's what I grew up with. It's what I slide back into every once in a while, just making random jokes about, you know, Amy Grant and stuff. So, <laughs> well, she's or the evil. Newsboys or, yeah, she was, from what I understand, she's a devil worshiper. I mean, yeah. Uh, based off of the, the church that I went to. She went, so, she made that one secular album. So, yeah, she made the secular album and then suddenly she was a devil worshiper and all of the, the, the font on her album cover was uh, some sort of devilish font. And yeah, I, I went to a crazy Christian church. <laughs> it shaped well, who I am. So I figured let's let's talk about that a little bit. Right. Right. And I, I think that actually was pretty popular to be part of a crazy Christian church in the 90s. And listening to the, some of these songs reminded me how like almost very popular it was in culture or oh, I yeah. forgot or I didn't realize that it was a fringe thing just because I was in the fringe thing. So for all I know, it was mm -hmm. very popular, but MTV played some of this stuff. They did. MTV played quite a bit of it. And honestly, we were chatting behind the scenes about this a little bit earlier where I kind of thought, oh, well, once I stop listening to it, nobody listens to it. But <laughs> that's not I what mean, I thought, too. <laughs> but that's the narcissist in me coming out, to be quite honest with you. But I, I took a look at like weeks at number one uh, on. So it's the it's the Billboard Christian music charts. And back in the day, they used to have like two or three people who spent multiple weeks at number one and or like three or four or five artists. Like in 1983, Amy Grant spent 77 weeks at number one. So she was like the only act out there. But like when you get to 2017, there are like. 20 bands on there that spent time really? at number one there's a lot more competition out there so not only is there you know more christian music i think there's more christian bands we just we're we're missing out on something where else. are these people i want i don't know any fans of christian music <laughs> me neither i have no idea it's pretty crazy but i'll tell you what i guarantee none of them are as good as dc talk <laughs> which is the band you bought what song did you bring 
I look, I looked through the lists and I said, how could we have a Christian music list without the quintessential Christian music song? So I brought Jesus Freak. required listening and I'm pretty sure that I was pretty DC talk adjacent in my youth group and I, I think some of the things like I, I guess I kind of forgot about but they made this book that was all about martyrs and I was like oh oh my goodness uh-huh. <laughs> it's all about everyone dying and I was like wow and but that was before I knew the band so I just read all these stories of martyrs and I was like I don't know if I want to be a martyr so. Well, yeah. I mean, what would people do if they found that I'm a Jesus freak? What would right. people do if they found that it's true? I mean, the the, the the basically that whole song is about how far are you going to take this? I'm going to die for Jesus. It's their blood. It's the blood cult that is Christianity. And uh, I embodied it in high school. I loved it. I It was part of my identity being the, the cool Christian kid. <laughs> so were you like super edgy looking, but you had like crosses on your shirt? Dude, I had the Jinko jeans with oh. like the 30 inch uh, uh, foot foot thing. What do you call that? The 30 uh, inch. The leg? At the leg, yeah. Yeah. I, I had the, <laughs> Swishing I dyed back my and hair. Forth. Oh, yeah. I dyed my hair like platinum blonde. Um, but I would wear things like Hell is for Wimps t shirts that were like from John Jacobs and the Power Team. Oh, you know, yes. so I was totally edgy because I like the Power Team and stuff like that. And for those of you who don't know who John Jacobs and the Power Team is, <laughs> Google it. And learn how it's to tear amazing. apart some, like, uh, was it foam books? Learn how to tear apart some foam books. Learn how to roll up a, a frying pan. Learn how to <laughs> carry refrigerators on your back, all in the name of God. Oh, blowing well, up whoopee cushions, like like balloons. Mm. It's with the power of Jesus. With the power of Jesus, you're right. Yes, so that's I, why they I were the power team. That. I lived it. I loved it. I wanted to be a cross between Toby Mac and John Jacobs. <laughs> oh wow! I I had a John Jacobs birthday cake growing up. Wow! Like, like the third birthday, I had a John Jacobs and the Power Team birthday cake. I I was into this stuff. So. I want, I want to tread lightly here. I am no longer Christian. I no longer believe. But I want anybody who is a Christian who's listening to know I am speaking with complete and total reverence <laughs> over these songs. I love them. Yeah, love I, them. I didn't realize how much I loved these songs, too, until I started looking at them. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> the song I brought was P.O.D.'s Youth of the Nation. Call me blind, but I didn't see it coming. Everybody was running, but I couldn't hear nothing except gun blast. It happened so fast. I didn't really notice, kid, the white survivor class. Maybe this kid was reaching out for love. 
was giving the world with every chance to excel. Hang with the boys and hear the stories they tell. She might act kind of proud, but no respect for herself. She finds love in all the wrong places. The same situations, just different faces. Changed up her pace since her daddy left her. Too bad he never told her she deserved much better. Johnny Boy always played the fool. He so good. I <laughs> know. This was on MTV. I went to a, a Christian music um, festival that was kind of modeled after, after Woodstock. It's called Ichthus. They no longer do it. But um, <laughs> it was like this weird skater, surfer, like punk aesthetic. And what, I'm, did, what did Ichthus stand for? Any idea? Oh, you don't know what Ichthus means? No. Um, okay, so, you know, when you say Jesus fish... Yes. Uh, the symbol actually is an ichthus. Oh, so ichthus, in, yes. Yeah, it's I a sign of the that. fish. In yeah, Greek, that's I think. right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it is Greek. Yeah, that's funny. Ichthus. Those are the Jesus fish. I love them. I was a smarty pants, and I always wanted to tell everyone that wasn't a Jesus fish. And, and what, I knew because it was an ichthus. And what I was is so better? Woke. Yes, exactly. What is better? <laughs> Than being a good Christian, but being better than your other Christians by knowing things like that. Oh, did you have like the Bible club too? Like oh, where absolutely. you would like try to find the verses fastest? Oh, yeah. It was like a huge competition. Like I was shitty at it. I always dropped my book. Oh, I, we see, we weren't allowed to have books. We had to go off of memory. Oh, did you have to memorize? Oh, oh. we would compete with other churches. I went to a private Christian school too. So we would actually compete with other schools. I mean, it was, it was a big deal, and I was kind of good at it. Ooh, I'm not. Good I, at I it. don't know. I think you would kick. I think you kick my ass as a Christian. I think. I think I would these days. Not so much, but back then. Well, you're. For sure. I mean, you're pretty knowledgeable about your Bible verses still. Uh, the Bible verses themselves, those are kind of gone. Uh, I, I. But the point. Yeah, uh, yeah, the point, and and like. Yes, I, I still have the general Christianity gene going through me. I just don't practice like I used to. Yeah. Do you still have your Jinkos? No, no Jinkos. No more Jinkos. I used to. I had to get rid of those back in two thousand one, when. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Well, I I I stopped dating my skater girl, uh, girlfriend at the time, and started dating somebody who didn't understand Jinkos, and I had to get rid of them. You understand? I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I got rid of mine in a similar fashion, I believe. But mine had a sweet-ass dragon on them. Oh, well. And I probably wore them to Ichthus because I was hard and I was going to P.O.D. Well, yes. P.O.D. <laughs> P.O.D. Yep. I love this song so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just such a... It was such a hard song. It was on MTV and it was just amazing that it was so mainstream. And... I, I still can't quite, like, listening back, it doesn't seem like it's super Christian. So, you're right. It doesn't seem like it's super Christian. There, this song specifically doesn't seem super Christian, especially when you think of how hard the lyrics are. Like, I can't think... Very hard. I can't think of another Christian song where he talks about taking two to the chest. This guy talking about getting mm -hmm. shot. And then, he, like, he couldn't hear anything except for gun blasts. I mean, what Christian song talks about stuff like that? But people just knew they were Christians because of interviews they did. They would always mention the fact that, you know, to God be the glory. Um, uh, the, 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 the lead singer would always talk about uh, the fact that his mom. Oh, my God. You still there? <laughs> I'm still there. Okay. 
Sorry, I thought I lost yeah, you. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, but his his mom would always talk. Uh, well, he would talk about in interviews about how his mother was a you know a hardcore Christian, and while she was dying, he converted. And so they were doing what they call witnessing by living their life, and then their music doesn't necessarily have to be Christian in order for it to be a Christian music. I I actually have more respect for stuff like that than. Like the DC talks of the world where I have to sing about God, how good he is, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you liked the more um, living it instead of just necessarily. Well, you know, a lot of the newer songs sound like just sexy songs. Yeah, you got a point. I actually listened to last week's episode <laughs> where you're talking about that. It's funny because there's a lot of, you know, love songs to Jesus that if you didn't know it was to Jesus, it sounds pr- it- Pretty sensual. (laughs) (laughs) Very sensual. Yeah. Extremely sensual. And um, sometimes, I mean, it's just so weird, like, how they, you'll get, like, to, like, maybe the second chorus, and then you'll realize, oh, this is a Christian song. Mm. I had no idea until now. For some reason, they're talking about being on their knees, Uh and they're not really explaining why. Nope, not at all. (laughs) Although, most Christian songs, when you get to a Christian radio station, like, I I go to different cities uh, every month for work, and, you know, you're you're cycling through the radio stations, and you'll you'll land on something, you go, that sounds kind of good, but it sounds really familiar, and then all of a sudden... Yep, that's a Jesus song. That's a that's a God song, I, and you just you just know from with most of them. But the POD, you don't you don't get that, which is part of the reason why I like them. They were a genuine, hard, good band. Now you mm-hmm. you ask my co-host of Eureka Podcast, he's going to tell you they're shit, but I like them. He's got a uh, Craig's got opinions. <laughs> he's always got opinions. Yes, he do. <laughs> But I'm I'm perfectly fine with him, like, uh, was it ragging on me and stuff? I'm perfectly fine with it because it's great listening. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I think that there was definitely a nostalgia bone for the 90s Christian rock. Oh, there's a lot of representation. Yeah, you're right. There's so much from the ear buddies. Um, our first one is the Jars of Clay's Flood. Mm-hmm. Downpour on my soul. Splashing in the ocean. I'm losing control Dark sky all around Can't feel my feet touching the ground But if I can't swim after 40 days If my mind is crushed by the crashing waves That feel so high that I cannot fall Lift me up, whoa Lift me up When I'm Laura says, because any teenager of the 90s from the South knows this one. And now I feel like I didn't represent being a teenager in the South because I did not know this one. Well, you don't... I know. You don't know Jars of Clay Flood. (laughs) Nope. I'm pretty sure I heard plenty of their songs, but I do not specifically recall this one. Have you ever heard this weird song? It's pretty obscure. It goes, Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible t- have, you ever, have you ever heard that one? I don't one? know. That's a deep cut. That sounds like a B-side. How about a little bit of deep and wide, deep and wide. I can't believe you haven't heard Jars of Clay Flood. That is like the Christian song. I know. I was, apparently I just did not represent back in the 90s. Oh. I, I feel bad. I was a better Christian and than I, you. 
That's all there is to it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you were. You totally <laughs> out-Christianed me. You out-Christianed me. <laughs> I um, did not miss this. In fact, I, <laughs> I spent an entire summer of harvest in my uncle's tractor. I had, I had the tape. Uh, Jars of Clay. I think it was just uh, self-titled, right? Jars of Clay, if I remember right. Uh, I think so. Yeah, the first album was Jars of Clay. I think so. I I could be wrong. Uh, It's happened before, but um, I I, I, the first time I played it in the tractor, I slid it in. Here we are talking sensual again. I (laughs) I slid in the Jars of Clay tape and I listened to it, and I, I I went to eject it, and it just it never came out. the entire summer 17 hour (laughs) days of harvest and plowing the fields afterward i could not get that thing to come out and it's a testament (laughs) the fact that i i never truly got sick of it like i would be you know annoyed that i had to listen to something first of all but i would be annoyed you know that I, i can't believe i can't get this thing out but God damn it, if every time the chorus didn't come around, you could see me from across the field just bouncing along, fist in the air. <laughs> if I can't swim after 40 <laughs> days and my mind is crushed by the crashing waves, I would just screaming. I would stand up in the tractor. <laughs> this is so unsafe. I'm oh, so worried Do you know now. how fast you're it's going? It's amazing. There's nobody out there. Central Kansas, nobody out there. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like dangerousness, but I, I I love that you were like, maybe it was like God's will to force that tape in there and keep you into maybe. the mood. I'm just maybe. Saying, yeah, it could be. You've got a point because I, I was being pulled in other directions. I had a lot of Marilyn Manson coming at me. I had a lot of Kid Rock and Limp Biscuit coming at me. You better believe I was being Well, now tested. you should just, you should just feel ashamed about the Kid Rock though. These days, you're right. I listened to his new album. Don't do it. <laughs> I I had no um I was not being pulled in that direction at all to listen to his new album. It was a little bit <laughs> of a all. mark for rap rock. <laughs> I I liked it a lot. <laughs> I formally apologize to everyone. Don't worry, we're all judging you because eh. we're we're being proper Christians right now. Ay-oh. We're judging. Ooh. <laughs> I know we're not actually supposed to judge people. Don't come at me. I know. Um, the next song is from Soren. At Madam Woolite. At, ma- <laughs> at, <laughs> on that's Twitter. At Madam Woolite on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Just send the mean gifs and everything like that. That's right. Um, so the next song is Soren's pick, and it's Skillet's Monster. My secret side I keep hit under lock and key. I keep it caged, but I can't control it. Cause if I let him out. Somebody come and save me from this Make it in I feel it deep within It's just beneath the skin I must confess that I feel like a monster I hate what I've become The nightmare's just begun I must confess that I feel like a monster I feel it deep within It's just beneath the skin I must confess that I feel like a monster I, I feel like a monster And he just says, asterisk, notes the atheist. (laughs) 
because he calls it a jam. Yeah, it is a and jam. They are a Memphis band, and I didn't, I couldn't catch the Christian references in this song, and hmm. I didn't know why their name Skillet. As far as the name goes, I couldn't tell you, but this dichotomy of sin versus virtue is a pretty mm-hmm. common theme in, uh, in in Christian rock. It reminds me of Jekyll and Hyde by Petra. I don't know if you uh, if you remember that. I know Petra as the band that cannot pick a genre. Ah, uh, well, yeah, um, <laughs> but there's uh, it, off their their final album, which is like 2006, so it's leaking into my atheism. <laughs> but um, th- there's a song called Jekyll and Hyde, and it's all about uh, this dichotomy that they have of I want to do right, but oh, the sin, it's dragging me in, the temptation, blah blah blah. That's what this monster song is all about. It's really just about uh, about trying to go on the right path but all the temptation pulling you off of it and there's a monster inside of him that he's trying to keep down. It's actually a pretty good song. I- I've never been a big Skillet fan but I might add this to my running list. <laughs> oh, it is a good running song, definitely. Yeah. And um, I was just like, wow, it's so hard. <laughs> like, it-, it comes across as, like, really hard. Hey, here you but... are being <laughs> sensual again. I'm, I'm just really... <laughs> Taking me off my game. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to. Uh, you can't no help excuses. it. Jesus brings out I the can't. best in us. Yes, he does. Now, JoJo brings us deliriums deeper. UK indie god rock does it sound like a love song until you realize it's all about Jesus unfortunate fashion decisions in the music video (laughs) yep yep and yep I bring you this (laughs) and it's kind of like you two from what I could tell it's a little like you two but with like a hundred percent more terrible goatees although sometimes they're terrible goatees in UT you are you're you're knocking them just a little bit for uh for 90s music video. I mean, I realize everybody had that same like goatee. Yeah, like it was attractive. I remember I don't like know, I couldn't wait to be able to grow this? a goatee. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping your wife like keeps you from that now. Well, I actually just shaved my porn mustache off. I'm sure she's thrilled. So. Well, no, she's very, very pleased with the fact that I got rid of it. Um, you know, earlier on, I was telling you about there is a, a list out there that you can find online. It used to be at the Christian bookstore that I used to go to to get my uh, music. It's a com- it's a comparison of 
like your your secular band. Like, do mm-hmm. you like Dave Matthews? Well, you should try Cademan's Call. <laughs> do you like Aerosmith? You should try Bride. Well, I happen to look up U2 on here. It's U2, Oasis, Radiohead, and The Verve. Okay. You should try Delirious. Oh, so I did nail it. Yes. You nailed it. I Good nailed job. it. Because I was like, this sounds like U2. I think they might be going for U2. And they did, and this is this is kind of my point. I don't know if they did this on purpose or if this is one of those. I, I can get behind all, every other song on here. This is the one that I can't get behind because it seems so cookie cutter. Like, hey, we need a band out there that sounds like you too. All right, uh, I've got these five guys who can play musical instruments. Let's have them play these songs that we wrote. I, it just doesn't seem like it might be an actual band. I think they were manufactured so that they can fill the slot of Oasis and you too where they needed them. Oh, yeah, definitely. I could actually see that being like some form of like a Ron Perlman and the Christian music band making that happen. Mm. I feel yeah, like that's what that, happened. It exists. It's out there. I mean, they do this on they did this on purpose because they're trying to again witness to people. So how how can these? I mean, these the 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 record producers and the production companies for these uh, these big bands they weren't just like actual like Columbia Records and stuff. Eventually, some of them signed on to them, but they were big churches. Oh. That would sign these these bands, and so they 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 were looking for a niche crowd, like Rise Records. I feel like yeah. Rise is specifically Christian. It feels Christian. You know, I'm not I'm not sure about those, but I know that there were a lot of bands that would go out and tour that were like the it was sponsored by a specific church, like a large, typically Southern like Southern Dallas Baptist. church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh. Wow. Uh, you know a lot more about this. so I was in it. I was in it. <laughs> There's also another person who is in it, too. One of our mutual friends. Oh. Yes. What Holmes. Did, yes, Holmes. Jeremy Holmes. Part of the 1017 Network. That's right. <laughs> yep. He brought stripers to hell with the devil. To hell with the devil! <laughs> Oh, yes. (laughs) And I had no idea, like, that Striper was a Christian band at all. So, Striper, I I get that you didn't know that it was a Christian band, because if you look at the cover art for this thing, it does not look Christian at all, except, I I guess there's some angels on there, but it's a bunch of Fabio-looking angels that are flying around, like, half-naked, and it says, to hell with the devil, in a very, like, devil font. And it's just, like, an absolutely... um, I don't know. Their their like logo for the band is absolutely terrible. It's uh-huh. so ugly, and I was just like, ugh. So I I think I just lumped them in with like a bunch of other '80s metal bands that I didn't listen to. Yeah, I mean there was there was Striper, there was Petra, there were a couple other ones that honestly I didn't listen to too much of that because it was big hair 
Christian rock. Uh, and I didn't rock. like big hair. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like big hair rock to begin with. So like big hair Christian rock, I was just like, ah, that, those are for old people. So uh, sorry, Holmes, you and I, we're not on the same page with a striper BS. Well, I think that he was just trying to be super hard. Come on. I, I think Holmes, well, if I Holmes know... actually went to a church and was like a like a preacher or something. Oh, yeah. He was a preacher. So he like, out-Christianed he both of farther. us. Yes, he did. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I almost went to church yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, um, the... what possessed <laughs> so... you? The when something possessed me. Uh, the hotel that I'm staying in has a bunch of conference rooms, and there's like an upstart Christian church in the hotel. So I was downstairs uh, getting breakfast and stuff. It was my only day off that I have in three weeks, and I was downstairs, and I was standing out there in my pajamas, like looking in to this wonderful church service, and like like a tractor beam sucked me right ah. in. I got like. I was I was like wa- almost walking in there without even realizing that I was walking in there, and I stopped. I was like, "Shit!" I had coffee <laughs> and eggs, and I was like, "I can't I can't go in there. I got to make a decision right now. I either go in there and act like the homeless guy off the street that they always the, the little bits they do in church where they get the homeless guy, quote unquote, and they bring him in. I was gonna be the real homeless guy, and I I I, I duck and run, duck ducked and ran. Yeah, what's the past tense of ducked and? I'm sorry, I'm eureking this thing. <laughs> you you ducked and I ran. Ducked and ran. It just doesn't sound as good as duck and run. Yeah, I got the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they would have laid hands on you. Oh, they 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 might have sucked me all the way in. Yeah, you you'd have gone I home, am... and um, next thing you know, you and your wife would be going to church. I, I I'm I'm a nut hair away from going on a mission trip to the Philippines. Like if something happens, I might just boink, go like full Christian again. You but never then know. you did say nut hair, so <laughs> you got a point. You got a point. <laughs> um. The next one, Jeremy also suggested this one. I think he was remembering a lot of his, like, old uh, cassette collections. Uh, Jeremy mm-hmm. and Evan both brought this strange little song by Sunseed called Jesus Is My Friend. He taught me how to live my life as it should be. He taught me how to turn my cheek when people laugh at me. I've had friends before, and I can tell you that he's one who will never leave you flat. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. He taught me how to pray and how to save my soul. He taught me how to praise my God and still play rock and roll. The music may sound different, but the message is the same. It's just an instrument to praise his name. I could not tell if this was serious or not. And the moment they said, (laughs) Jesus touched me way on in my inside, I was like, uh huh. "Uh So is this like, um, are you coming out to tell us something? Is this a confession? Or like, <laughs> it sounded there's inappropriate. 
there are a lot of dudes singing about how 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 great the feeling is when Jesus touches you. Mm-hmm. You got a point. Wow, I'm, that's real sacrilegious. The 1998 me would like just disown me right now. <laughs> but I'm with you. The first time I watched this, I called I called bullshit. But Wikipedia claims it's real. I like these are real people that recorded this thing back in the 80s, and it actually didn't like, come to life, so to speak. Until like recently, like, like 2009 or something like that. It was resurrected. It, uh, it was resurrected. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I feel like this was a Reddit find of some sort. Or I, I think, think I saw MySpace or something, um, which you can find Eureka Podcast on MySpace. <laughs> You're right. We did. We did. We got a MySpace page so we could have a top eight. It's, it's yes, more of our failed bits. We have a lot of failed I, bits. I think you filled out your top eight, or at least you have six. I know I'm one of your friends. I had to actually dig up my MySpace account. It's horrifying. You know how awesome of a, of a bit that would have been if we followed through on it and, like, actually. So, for those of you who don't know, Eureka Podcast is kind of famous, <laughs> if you could say that. We're famous amongst the people who listen to us for just having great ideas and never following through on them and the myspace thing is one of our failed bits we could have we could have resurrected myspace i think you guys can still save it rescue it from the russians i'll try i'll do i'll do what i can anything anything to save us from the russians yes go ahead and find your old myspace account and like i guess uh what is it like connect i don't know um i think so I yeah, just go ahead and try to do it. But MySpace is an ugly format now. I I really miss the you know the sparkly backgrounds and the uh, <laughs> the animations and the automatically loading music. <laughs> I I found so like I, I had to start a page for Eureka Podcast, but I went and found my own. And you're right, it was like this blue sparkly thing. And my like the major dominant photo on there was a picture of a sh- of, of the small forward from the, like the 2000. Eight Chicago Bulls, Andres Nocioni. Wow! Please say you had that in tile. Yeah, like like the whole <laughs> time you scrolled up, it was just Andres Nocioni making some sort of ah <laughs> face after he did something fun on the basketball court. Yeah, I can't even remember yeah. what mine looked like. Now it's in the new MySpace format, and I'm like, ooh, eesh, that's bad. <laughs> oh, so bad. We all regret some things from the past, and MySpace might be one, yeah. but. We're trying to I, resurrect it. Let's bring it back. <laughs> I get deuce chills just from my my on this day thing on Facebook where something pops up from like 2011. I'm like, oh, my God. Why is anybody friends with me? This is oh. <laughs> bad shtick. Bad shtick. Mine mostly is stuff like that's not a zombie owl. That's a pigeon. And I'm like, what was <laughs> I doing? I didn't do drugs. So I was like. <laughs> I I don't smoke pot. I don't like do any of this. What was I thinking in the middle of the night in like September of 2008? I was like, what was I, I doing? I don't know. And I wish Facebook wouldn't do this to us. <laughs> it makes it sound because crazy. you know what's going to you know what's going to happen. It's 2017 in 2025. It's going to come up again and you're going to be like, hey, yeah, back in 2017, I was having some pretty kick-ass posts. It's going to pop up. You're going to be like, no, no, I I was a douche back then, too. I've always been a douche. I'm always (laughs) going to be a douche. No, I I just keep thinking, wow, I was really naive. Like, I'll look on November Uh, 5th and I'm like, "Mm, hurts, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of that going on these days. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, 
our final Ear Buddy selection is probably hey. the most amazing one. Um, no offense to anybody else, but this one actually made me dance around the living room. And it's uh, ah. it's from the Sister Act, and it's Hail Holy Queen. Hail Holy Queen and throne above, oh Maria. Hail Mother of Mercy and above, oh Maria. Triumph all ye cherubim, sing with us ye seraphim. Heaven and earth resound the hymn, Salve, 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 Regina. Our life, our sweetness here below. I, I think that this actually really encompasses like the 90s and how we interacted with religion. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, this movie could never have been made at all now. At all. Because You've got a point when you, you think of the plot of some... Which, Whoopi Goldberg was like... A lounge she was, she was singer. She was a nefarious lounge singer who would she, she witnessed some sort of crime. I think she witnessed a murder. Yeah, and she had to go into witness protection as a nun. <laughs> as a nun. Oh, that's awesome. I know. God, I love the 90s. God, and I could I really want to like after we record, I want to just go and watch Sister Act. Like I hey, love You got to watch movies. both of them. Yeah, you One have to. One and two. They're both you really have good. To. They're both so Watch good. the entire canon. You have to watch that. <laughs> and and while you're at it, go ahead and just throw in the flying nun, just in case. Just to cover throw my nun bases. Right. Right. <laughs> and I'm with you. I think I saw this. This is one of the few movies I can remember as a child watching multiple times in the theater. Yeah. With my mother. Which does not make loved... sense in the way. <laughs> no. My my mother did not go to movies, first of all. I mean, she went to a couple movies. Like, you know, as family, we'd go watch movies. But she loved this so much. She was like, Jeremy, you want to go watch it again? And you're right. Looking back on it, I'm like, there's a lot of poking fun at religion in this. But mm -hmm. I, I, think she, I think it hit a lot of the bases for my mom. Because, first of all, my mother's a little... My parents are a little older than, than most parents. So the songs were her songs. Yeah, from it like the be, 60s or so Yeah, as well. like mm -hmm. late 50s, early 60s, you know, and then they, they changed it to be glory to God songs. I know. And, in like, like a simple, simple way. Such as changing good. guy to God. Oh, yeah. I will follow him, follow but him wherever, wherever he may go. go. Yeah. And, Such a and, jam. And she loved it. Oh, that's my jam. And... <laughs> And she would be singing along. And it was like, like she just knew all the words to all these songs. You just had to put God in there instead. And they're just completely different for her. And it also allowed her to watch a movie starring a sassy black woman that didn't scare her. So she could say she wasn't racist. Sorry. I just had to throw it's a true, though. in there. <laughs> it's, it's true though. It's true though. There might've been a little truth in that, in that jest there. <laughs> 
There's, but I'm sure that that actually helped a lot of people. Get over their fears of Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. Well, I mean, now they're all scared <laughs> of her again, though. Just They're scared of her again. God damn it. <laughs> it, it's, it, is, it is funny, though, because I it started a trend in probably every church across America, except for the Catholics, because God love them. They don't sing much in church. Not this type of stuff. But I can remember the churches that I went to doing this. Oh, yeah. Changing them. Changing the lyrics to, to, to songs. And making them Christian, and it may it made worship service way better. I gotta say. Oh yeah, a lot less. Um, there's so many songs that are pretty much staples even now in worship services that I'm like, those were old like 20 years ago, you know. As the deer panteth for the water, so my soul yep. longeth after thee. <laughs> yeah, that one too. <laughs> you alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship. I'm sorry, I can do this. I can, I can go on forever. I'm going to uh, probably just find your wife on Twitter and let her know that you're coming back from your trip as a born-again Christian. As a, as a born-again born-again. Yes, you're like <laughs> a resurrected born-again. That's it. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> the thing is, like I said, it was this time in my life where I had a path that was drawn for me by the creator. Yes. And everything was going to be okay because I was going on this path. And so it's it's fun to look back on that and be like, oh, that was a time in my life where I, I was completely carefree. There was not a care in the world. <laughs> And then and now I, I, I can't go I can't go back to that because there's a reason why I find some of these funny now because I was looking at a lot of these lyrics uh, in some of the songs that I was wanting to choose. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I can't I, I can't choose this because I don't believe that there's nothing. It's completely hollow to me now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But at the time at the time, it meant everything to me. So, yeah. I don't know. I was really, I, I mean, I ramble. went to Christian music, uh, you know, like festivals. And now I'm just like, wow, it's a totally different person than I am now. And I find it interesting to see the evolution. But as soon as POD comes back mm-hmm. on, I'm like, yeah, I know these words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's fun. And I, I challenge you're not a completely different person because I'm not a completely different person. Uh, I'm, I'm to me, I, to, for me, speaking solely for myself. I'm still the same person. Oh yeah. I, I have a I have a few different beliefs, but I'm still the same person. I still have a lot of old friends that you know that I went to school with in high school. That that they they're a little disappointed that I'm not the outspoken Christian that I used to be. But I'm still. They would probably say I'm still the same guy. I would hope so yeah. because what was deep inside of me was caring for other people and wanting to. I'm still the same person who wants to get in front of everybody and make everybody have a good time and uh, make everything all about myself. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm still the same person, essentially. Yeah. I still I, I find that um, I still have a lot of the same ethics and I was always pretty rule driven and from the get go. So a lot of the yeah. same rules that were set up, uh, except, you know, I, I tossed out the rules that I thought weren't necessarily very female friendly or um, good. We're not, you know, don't align with my beliefs now, such as, you know, right. like marriage equality. Um, mm-hmm. I, I tossed out those, but I definitely still um, a lot of my trying to treat people properly and, you know, 
equality that really started as a kid from religion. So it didn't necessarily follow through because I, I found that, you know, my, I didn't have faith, but I did have, um, you know, these beliefs about what was right and wrong that may or may not have started with Christianity, but I, I feel like the basics of it started there. It might be the base of, of where you started and you worked out from there. And in defense of a lot of Christians out there, there are a lot of Christians who believe that marriage is not just one man and one woman. Oh, yeah. A lot of Christians out there that believe that. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm still the same ethics. Treat uh, the golden rule. Treat mm-hmm. others how you want to be treated. That is how I try to live my life. And you don't need necessarily a God to make you do that. No. Um. And so, therefore, I'm still the same person. There. Yeah. We nailed it. I'm still there the same go. guy. We circled around to the point. There we go. There we go. We, we made it. <laughs> yes. Now, we did get some feedback. And this was a quick oh, yes. turnaround, too. And it's this guy named Craig. Sounds like an asshole. Sholace. Shol- uh, yes. You Shol- nailed it. It's Shol- Cholet. Cholet. Oh, the Cholet. Okay. Cholet. 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 It's French. So his email says, even though I do not describe myself as a Christian at all, I listen to a lot of Christian bands. I get away with this because I pay nearly zero attention to lyrics. While I spent more time than I wanted to analyzing lyrics from bands like Emery, August Burns Red, Project 86, Mailing and the Sons <laughs> of Disaster, Under Oath, and Here I Come Falling, I instead chose to include my favorite song by a Christian band instead of trying to figure out what which songs are actually Christian songs. Because even though Emery and Maylene and the Sons of Disaster identify themselves as Christian bands, not all of their songs are necessarily Christian songs. So without further ado, I submit uh, by Put the City in the Sword, Here I Come Falling. This is a Christian band out of Springfield, Missouri that I saw once and they blew my mind. They only released one album, which makes me sad. I'm assuming this is some kind of Old Testament Wrath of God song. I'm going to agree with it. (laughs) It's it's the scariest Christian song I've ever heard in my life. And I have no it idea is, what the lyrics said. It's a scary song, but it's the most hilarious name for a band <laughs> ever. Picture somebody approaching falling down. Here I come falling. Actually, for show historians from Eureka Podcast, there is a famous story of Craig and I leaving a bar and him trying to run from behind and, and scream shotgun at me. And as he came out the door, he tripped and fell into a stack of chairs. So he was living <laughs> Here I Come Falling at that moment. Craig, this is amazing. We've but had a did, breakthrough on another podcast. But but did you do the wah, wah song? Like the, I the do deep- believe he said... I, he did come out screaming, shotgun, 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 shotgun. <laughs> so that I is... just woke up the whole hotel. <laughs> I, am, I am so sorry, everybody who's staying at the Doubletree. <laughs> well, I mean, I hear that the whole building shakes for no reason. It does. <laughs> it's the poltergeist. <laughs> but, uh, of course, Craig's song is going to be the final song of the show because he emailed us. And it. I hope everyone finds joy and fear within this song. Because it is both just, it is really hardcore. I have no idea if any of the lyrics are Christian because I couldn't tell what a lot of them were because there's a lot of hollering. There's a lot of hollering. Yeah. <laughs> Here Craig comes falling. <laughs> hollering. <laughs> Here comes Craig hollering. I like that better. Oh, that's so, funny. <laughs> um, 
You can always contact uh, Earbuds and Earworms at ENDPod and me, especially if you think that I was being irreverent. I'm at Madam Woolite on Twitter. Now, what are you, Jeremy? I am at Ain't No Swayze. (laughs) Still one of the coolest Twitter names. (laughs) Spelled as it sounds, at Ain't No Swayze. Contact me on Ain't No Swayze and ask where it came from and i will i will explain where the name came from or listen to eureka podcast eureka podcast and the breakdown breakdown check that out that's on universehead.com and how do you spell that that twitter handle because i always misspell it oh that one is just take out all the vowels and breakdown <laughs> breakdown so brk D-W-N, B-R-K-D-W-N. And just so you know, I break down celebrity breakdowns on that show. So think Christian Bale on the set of Terminator. Think Bill O'Reilly. Fuck it, we'll do it live! <laughs> they're and like all your thing. favorite like impressions, too. Oh, they're great. I love them. I'm working on... Well, the one I just did was Orson Welles when he did like this Frozen Peas commercial and just gets pissed oh, off at everybody and, and walks out. And he's drunk, too, right? Oh yeah, I do. I do. I, I combine a little bit of them. There's another one where he's like, "Oh, the French," and he's just <laughs> plastered. Uh, but I'm working on Mel Gibson's tapes where he was Ooh. yelling at his wife Oksana. But it's really hard to find anything funny about it because he's just awful. Yeah. So I'm I'm working on that one. Uh. Like, I, I, I try to find something redeeming in most of these people. <laughs> nothing redeeming in Mel Gibson's tapes. Oof. Absolutely nothing. Um. You can also find the show Facebook group on Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. That's on Facebook. And that's where you can find all of the awesome songs. That's right. Listeners who like listen but never really contribute uh, songs. It's really easy. You know, follow the page. And, you know, every week Amy gets on there and says, hey, here's our topic. And all you got to do is post a YouTube clip in there. And there's a great conversation that, that goes along with it most of the time. It's, it's a lot of fun to get involved in. So if you're a listener who hasn't done that before, hop in. Just like just just dip your toe in by recommending, you know, like a Leon Patillo song or something like that. If we did if we do Christian again, we could do a Phil Kagey song there's or Amy so Grant or Newsboys. Songs. So many I have them songs. written down here. Some obscure ones we didn't get to. Leon Patillo, Phil Kagey, uh, Audio Adrenaline, Michael W. Smith, not a single. Come on, guys. Stephen <laughs> Curtis Chapman, Sandy Patty, Russ Taff. <laughs> oh, the my double gosh. Use. I feel like you should have a Christian podcast now. <laughs> I, I, you fucking know it. <laughs> it's the Christian <laughs> podcast with all the cussing. <laughs> it, it's the fucking Christian podcast with Jeremy, who hopes his parents don't listen. Oh, Yeah. Don't link to the show then, right? (laughs) Yeah, guys, don't tell my parents I did this. (laughs) They're still working on the backlog of Eureka podcast. Don't worry. Oh, God, I think they might be. (laughs) Um, You can contact us on uh, voicemail. It's 731-400-BUDS or 731-400-2837. You can be like Craig Cholet and email us (laughs) at eodpod at gmail.com. And we can always be found at endpod.com, part of the 10710 Network. And, of course, our final song is Here I Come Falling. Put, uh, here I Come. Oh, this is the hardest name to say. Here I Come no, it's Falling. Just here I Come Falling. I, I'm picturing Craig <laughs> running out of the bar and falling into a bunch of chairs. I'm sorry. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and the song is Put the City <laughs> to the Sword. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jeremy. 
for being on no here problem. with me. No problem. This is <laughs> so much fun. This was awesome. I'm you should have me on again way before Cholet comes on. Oh, well, I mean, he is going to rip into me on the next episode. When are you guys <laughs> recording again? Uh, hopefully tomorrow. I travel on Wednesday uh, so that I can be home on Thanksgiving. But with, with the Thanksgiving schedule, it, it might be kind of difficult. We're going to try to record tomorrow. Okay. And here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to try to record tomorrow and be on my best behavior so I don't have to edit things out. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes I can be rather offensive. And uh, I, I, like, it's funny in the moment joking around with my buddy. But then I realize later I'm like, oh, that was really Oh, awful. I got to fix I gotta that. I got to take stuff out. <laughs> yeah, because it's like that's not for public consumption. So if I behave myself when we record tomorrow, I could probably have it ready. We'll see. Well, I'm excited because I love the show and everybody should go listen to it. So, but well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited.
Yeah!